Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, I'm all right. You're right. Yeah, I'm all right. Have a little little technical hitch there, mate. It's just moved my microphone over. I should have done okay. it before we started, shouldn't I? Yeah. What are we starting? Do you know what? You edit these, right? Yeah. So you are privy to knowing by the time we finish. Because by the time we finish, we should also point out that when we finish the podcast, we sit around for about another three hours getting pissed, then have a little cuddle in the garden, and then go bye, <laughs> and then like, and I wake up like with a little bit of an hangover. Um, but you then go and edit it, which means that you're privy to knowing what we do first, music, films, and things like that. Whereas in my... It's music, isn't it? You're saying that like we do it in a different order every week, and then I edit in, in order. It's, we do it in the same order every fucking podcast. It's because you do 20,000 fucking podcasts. <laughs> It's like it's like if you fucking shake hands with enough minor celebrities, eventually you'll become one. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Do Zoom ones can? Like a little Zoom like virtual high five? Would yeah. That, that, oh, excellent. Brilliant. Okay. Oh, maybe one day I'll get in OK magazine. Um, do you, what do you think you'd have to do as, you know, cunt and the gang to get in OK? What would you do? What would I do? No, well, I, d- I don't want to be in them. Bollocks. Well, I mean, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. If you could have a little well, picture of you on a fucking sun lounger, mate, well, in your little good, fucking speedos and that, you'd love that. i just got to... Just introduce me to your celebrity friends. I ain't got any celebrity friends. The one from the in-betweeners. We, he, I mean, he's he's like gangly and awkward like you. Well, good, we might get along. What about, <laughs> what about me and him, like, by the side of the pole, like, on sun loungers? Like maybe your, arm, a- your arms interlinked with like a couple of like um, pina coladas. That'd be nice. Yeah. Would that get us in okay? I don't know. I reckon so. Hmm. 
Right. Well, I'll do that. All right. I'll have a word. Let's make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone from OK Magazine listening, give us a shout, yeah? Or the other much, one. How much are we going to... Uh... What, rinse them for? Yeah. Well, I don't know, as much as you can. All right. I don't know. I mean, I've never got involved in that sort of thing. What would you get for it? Like, it's got to be a few grand, is not it? We'll start high. I'll, ju- I'll, ju- I'll just scream down the phone 20 large and put the phone down, see if they phone back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. And if they don't, like, just give it 45 minutes and ring them and say yeah. we'll do it for 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's a bit aggressive there, wasn't I? Um, <clears throat> okay. What do we start with? Well, I find usually we start with music and yeah. then we move on to films. Then we start with films, you cunt. Do we? Do you know what? This sounds like I'm playing the fool here. I really, honestly, if you look at my notes in front of me, I've got music first. I don't know how you do it. Every, every, like, people think this is all set up. It's really not. It's really not. October 1981. All right. Let me just get up moving. What are we going to do? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Right. I mean,. We have mentioned the only thing that we have discussed about what we're going to talk today about uh, you know, on films is the fact that it was pretty lean, wasn't it? It was pretty lean, yeah. Yeah. But there, there are a, there are a couple that we could kind of talk about related things with. Okay. Am I going to do it, or are you going to do it? Well, if you want, I'll, I'll do it, if you well, like. I, I was going to initially touch on some of the films that I'd, I'd seen, and it's just a couple that made me laugh. Um, on movie phone, like, yeah. you get privy to, like, the proper B-movies that, like, probably just went straight to VHS. Yeah. And you could just buy in a petrol station. Um, there's a film called The Watcher in the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, sounds good. Um, was there a picture of you on the cover? And like, No. No. Um, and uh, I'll tell you what did come out. Take it or leave it. Oh, did it? The Madness film, yeah. Oh, I wish I'd gone on movie phone now. Yeah, see? Did that get a theatrical release at the time? It, well, I don't know. It came out in October 1981. It was on movie phone. And yeah. I was like, and I was all pleased when I see it, because I thought, you ain't going to have seen that, because he won't be on this site. He'd be all judgmental, going, who are you fucking movie phone <laughs> for? Um Halloween 2 come out. Yeah, I had a, I had Halloween 2. Hmm. Have you seen Take It or Leave It no. lately? No. Have you did, did you watch it back in the day? Way back when we were kids, yeah. I mean, I, I don't reckon I've seen it for 20 years, yeah. which as a Madness fan is a bit disgusting, isn't it? Yeah. But um, So they they recreated the story of how they made it, yeah, didn't think, they? And acted acted it. I think Dave Ball. Is it Dave Ball from... No, Dave... Who was um, Stiff? Fuck <laughs> Michael Ball. Bobby Ball. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different Dave. When it was Dave, Dave Ball, Soft Cell. Yeah, Dave Ball was Soft Cell. It was Dave... Um, Robinson. Yeah. So yeah. I think he put it together. Yeah. Um, I think the film was produced by him, I believe. Um, but yeah, I've never seen it. I, like, I, I'm sure I didn't see it. Like, maybe Rand yours, it was on. But like, I don't think I've ever sat down. Certainly not like as a proper adult and watched yeah. it. Because I... I, I I mean, it's been a long while since I see it, but they sort of recreate the scene where Suggs goes and auditions for the band and sings See You Later Alligator and, and all that. Mm. Yeah. Well, but I ain't seen it for years. I should watch it. And there's Enter the Ninja. So is, that from, a, is that a porno? No. 
<laughs> Do you know what? I haven't fact-checked that, maybe. <laughs> but, I mean, Enter the Ninja sounds like he's probably playing a little bit off of Enter the Dragon. Yeah. But I think by then there was, like, karate and stuff like that. But then, like, I think the 80s was, the, like, the, the decade of the ninja, wasn't it? Yeah. And, like, ninjas were, like, the ultimate, weren't they? Yeah. And, like, I don't think you could get harder than a ninja. Pat Roach. V a ninja. Yeah. How many... Uh, it would take a couple of ninjas to take down Roachy, I reckon. Yeah. Who was the hardest kid at your school? We're talking juniors? Yeah. Well, see, this was the thing, is there was a kid who was the hardest kid in the school. Yeah. But there was no reason behind why he was the hardest kid in the school, because no one ever saw him hit anyone, but he just was the hardest kid in the school. Oh, I wish I was the hardest kid in the school. Yeah, but you would never have been. Were you no, always just I a bit like my bit of a mummy's boy, like a bit of a soft lad. <laughs> I'd love to someone have just gone like, uh, oh yeah, she with him. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the hardest kid in our school. I mean, you're dining out on that forever, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, but it's sad to be dining out on that forever, isn't it? Yeah, but you know, it's better than any of the accolades you achieved. I don't think I've achieved anything that will be as cool as being known as the hardest kid in my infant school. No, that would have been good, wouldn't it? Mm. I, d- I, duffed, I duffed up the, the fourth hardest kid. Uh, that's even better. Right. I really duffed him up, gave him a right old fucking turning over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as far as album titles go, does it get any better than Second Toughest in the Infants by no, the world? That's good, isn't it? What a fucking title. All right. Um... Don't know, I think hurry up and suck me off before I get famous gives that a run for his money. That's up there. That's definitely up there. I I don't think the hardest kid in my junior school or senior school I ever saw have a fight. No, no, because it was a legend thing, wasn't it? Yeah. That's a nice gig, isn't it? You ain't got to do anything. No. You're revered and feared. Yeah, everyone's shitting themselves and you ain't actually done anything. But how does that happen? Maybe is it, is it a self-proclaimed thing? Is it how you carry yourself? No. That, yeah, is it, it if you get pubes before anyone else? <laughs> Mark Osmond had pubes before anyone else. And like, and he was kind of like, he was one of the tough kids. Well, did he show him off on that? No, but I know when we was around uh, Barham's pool once, he had an airy chest. And I think I had about six pubes. And I was just thinking, he's a man. But he's at senior school. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That would have been quite, quite odd at junior school. No, but fucking you, you remember Craig. being over Craig, yeah, like being over the woods, and he's just he's just gone for a piss. Shout out to woods, and <laughs> <laughs> it was a, that was the first time I saw a man's cock in the woods on a nine-year-old boy. You, you wrote uh, a song about that, didn't you? I did. Yeah, Craig had pubes when he was nine. Just did what he said on the tin. But, like, you was as tall as Craig. Yeah. But, like... No, we had the, exactly the same birthday. But you weren't, like... He was a bloke, wasn't he? He was a bloke. <laughs> no. I know, I was a kid for about another fucking... Like, well, I still am, really. He was working in insurance when he was 12. <laughs> but I do remember, like, he was, like, quite thick set as well, when he was just a bloke. Yeah, he was a bloke. He looked older than his older brother. Yeah. 
Oh, dear. have you got any films you want to talk about? Um, no, Halloween Two was one. I was just, I, I just sort of wondered. Uh, I don't really remember Halloween being a thing when we was kids. It was fireworks night. Right. I had this discussion today because we went trick or treating. What well, we did, yeah. But but that was we was teenagers by then, weren't we? Just like scrotes. Well, w- w- was we? When, what? What? Well, let's old... clarify. We weren't like seventeen. No, but I remember. But we went the day after Halloween on Woodview, <laughs> and like, and I remember like knocking on doors, and like, and people were just like, "That was yesterday," and like, and also that looked like, "You're not a bit too old to be doing this." Yeah. But I was just like. I wasn't even bothered about cash. I was like, sweets, he's fine. I, I remember we knocked on that door with that bloke up your road and said, trick or treat. And he went, that was yesterday, lads. And so we're like, trick or treat. And he, he, he said, all right, then trick. And so he and shut the door on us. So we just got a load of dirt and threw it on his drive. <laughs> Couple of little cunts. <laughs> he asked for it. <laughs> It weren't even the right day, was it? No, he could have. No, I mean, in fairness, that went to court. He'd probably have that on his side, wouldn't it? It wasn't even Halloween. We just knocked on someone's door and went, can we have something, please? Yeah, on November the 1st. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, it's November the 1st. I mean, that was a thing. It was like, no, it was all about Penny for the guy, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Did we do that a few times? I don't know. I, I remember uh, dressing up um, my sister's mate as a guy and putting her in a pram. And taking her around and sitting her outside the shop with like a thing penny for the guy. And then when people went to drop a penny and she'd kind of go like, ah! Like, <laughs> great. <laughs> Shit the life out of That was good, that was. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I would knock on doors as well. And one of the things that I think you don't get anymore. Can you remember when we first started Cubs? And can you remember the first Bobber job? Yeah. So I didn't do Bobby Job with you. I done it with Sid, uh, and I was determined to like smash it. Yeah, and I think we spent like two days like knocking on everyone's doors, and like when you think like how old were we then? Maybe seven. Yeah, like just knocking on people's doors and they're like yeah, come in, sit these around, and like and here's five p. Yeah, and like I do often think like, am I ever going to like? Something's going to happen. It's going to trigger something, and I'm going to well, be like, "You told me that you ended up pulling off a pensionary under his lean-to." I also done car washing, <laughs> and like, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, me and uh, he's blanked it out. Me and Simon, uh, when we lived on the estate, like because I was Stu and he was Simon. S and S car washing. Can you remember this? No, no, I was just fucking put two and two together. We had a jingle. Oh, really? <laughs> it wasn't a very catchy one. But we'd knock on the door. And I just remember the first time we'd done it was like, probably a couple of like doors up from like gals, like as you come in at the estate. And, uh, and sort of ding dong. And he was like, all right, lads. Um, like we, we'd both pulled our trousers like our, our droggy suit bottoms right up like to like underneath <laughs> our little man tits and I remember we both just think it was being really funny and we both just went SNS car wash <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember just going no thanks lads and just shut the door and I like, 
I was more happy that we'd done it than getting the gig. I was like, that was fun, wasn't it? Uh, I don't think SNS Car Wash, you know, ever had to do a tax return. I think maybe we got like one job. Do you know, I, I, had, one, I had one lucrative thing that I did when I was a kid, which was when it snowed one year, um, my old man had uh, nicked a load of, you know, like road salt. Yeah. And like filled his van up full of road salt because he was a builder. And uh, I went round knocking on doors, uh, you know, saying, can I clear your path? And I had a sledge full of road salt. And so people, because, you know, you had a product yeah. that was unavailable to people on a day-to-day basis, you know, that oh, I, that was pretty lucrative. Made that a few quid. Right. Yeah, made right. a few quid doing that. Fair play. Any other films? Um, the, the, other, the other one I saw, which I'd never seen, was called Shock Treatment. Uh, and apparently it's the follow-up to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, and uh, it just made me think about um, one time we had a, a, a story uh, related to the Rocky Horror Picture Show whereby we... You, you never said this? I don't know. I can't, I can't remember, probably. You can do his accent better than me. Right, because <laughs> at, at the time, me and you were DJing at this club, uh, and it was—it's an infamous club as well, isn't it, Raquel's? Yeah. It's—it's where uh, uh, the the Lear Betts drug tragedy happened, and it's the home of the the, the Essex boys and the Rettingdon, all of that stuff, all sort of come from that club, didn't it? Yeah, but I don't think we knew any any we of were that. Did we? So naive, and the fact that all of this was going on, and we was just. Dressing up like a couple of pricks and being really silly down there. Like it was our own little playground, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like not in not in a Walton Up way. No, definitely not. That was your other night. Like that. <laughs> but this was like um, a, a fucking massive, proper big deal nightclub, wasn't it? And yeah, like, asked, like mirrors, fucking yeah. chrome, the the lot, wasn't it? And and we did. Did we go in and just speak to them about no, putting they on approached any us. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Because I had the other one. I think they like they got in touch and said, "Oh, they want to do something like that." So we went over there, uh, and yeah, and, and we ended up getting this like weekly gig there, probably the most we'd ever been paid. I imagine it won a lot, but I do remember we got paid, and obviously we had the the launch night, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point if we haven't already. And they they made up flyers, didn't they? We gave them these ridiculous fucking flyers. That's how fucking pathetic we were. <laughs> Right, we sabotaged our own night there, didn't we? We could have had a really cool flyer, couldn't we, of like of everything that we we was gonna do, but we wanted our own faces on it, didn't we? Yeah, but they were like little fucking photo box photos from when we was about fifteen. We went into Woolworths and had some <laughs> stupid photos done, and we made them put them on the flyers. Yeah, and uh, oh, it was ridiculous. And then we put bands on them with makeup bands as well because we thought it was funny to make up bands because you'd always get the India than indie kid come in and go. Yeah, you got anything by um, Wolf's Nipples? And uh, and so we kind of made up our own ones, didn't we? Yeah. Toolshed. Coleslaw. Dirtbox. <laughs> Dirtbox. Because <laughs> I mean, there'd, there'd be a list of bands on the back, wouldn't there? Of like, yeah. whose stuff you'd play on. Like. Yeah. Blur, Suede and Dirtbox. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm quite glad we done that. I'm glad that like we can look back and go, we got our faces in the word Dirtbox on the flyer. Yeah, they had thousands of boxes and boxes of yeah. flyers, wasn't it? With our own faces on it. Like... Um, but then we'd kind of, I think the owner liked us a bit because yeah. we were just fucking young, naive dickheads that probably everyone else that was doing stuff in that club at the time was probably a lot more fucking difficult to deal with. Whereas we were like, yeah, all right. 
And yeah. He said they were having a big Halloween party, didn't he? Oh, was it a Halloween thing then? I presume so. I thought it's just they were looking at doing something different one night and and did a like did a themed night. Yeah. And so somehow we ended up agreeing to perform Rocky. Was it a Rocky? Was it a Rocky yeah. Horror Night? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it weren't that busy, was it? I I in my mind, my memory. I remember thinking it was busy because I remember thinking I'm going to get my kicked in. <laughs> because it was a fucking naughty club. Yeah. Hills. It had a fucking terrifying reputation. Uh, and me and you uh, uh, and Den just agreed. Because I think he said he passed 200 quid. He said he'd give us... Yeah, it, 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 was it 150 quid or was it 200 quid? I'm not sure, but I, I can't remember what I told you. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I just programmed up a version of the Time Warp, didn't I? Yeah. And then... Uh, you was Frank and Furter. Yeah. And then was Rocky Horror. Okay. And I was riffraff. I, I was riffraff, wasn't I? Mm. And um then then was playing guitar along with a backing track, wasn't he? But yeah. just just in a pair of white wife fronts. Yeah. And then uh about <laughs> yeah, about a minute in someone's just gone up behind him and pulled his pants down. <laughs> <laughs> he was surplus to the because I think his guitar was so horrible anyway. We just decided it weren't. No one's going to hear it anyway. I'm sure we just like faded it out so no one could hear it anyway. But he was, he was getting fifty quid for just standing there yeah. with his cock and balls out. But I remember I looked vile. Like, no, you you look quite saucy. Uh, like Amy Winehouse. No, it weren't. It was fucking grim. Uh, I do remember just sort of sitting there, and and I was really nervous because he'd asked us what what our band was called. And I remember sitting there because my then girlfriend at the time had been sort of doing me makeup. Yeah. And I was like proper nervous. And she was like, you are? I said, nah. And I was like, and I said to you, I went, what have you told him our band name is? And you wouldn't tell me. And then, go on, I'll let you do his voice. What we heard from at the back. He's just, because he was like a gruff kind of Scottish bloke, yeah. wasn't he? With, with a sort of big ripper. Looked a bit rip- like Be- Beedle as well, didn't yeah. he? But, yeah, Love Child of Beedle and the Ripper. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> he's just gone out on the stage and gone, ladies and gentlemen, Please give a big Rachel's welcome for Beef Curtains. That's <laughs> 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 I find that. <laughs> we got bought out to a pack fucking nightclub as Beef Curtains. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I do remember just quite enjoying it yeah. when he was up there. Was we singing live? Yeah. Fucking hell. Was me and you singing? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a nightclub PA, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, so we just had the backing track. Then was playing... I don't know whether Den was playing guitar live or whether he was just miming. And then we were singing. Jesus Christ. Bearing in mind that the, the, the PAs in the previous weeks were probably like fucking Kenny Thomas and Two Unlimited. Yeah. And then you've got <laughs> Beef Curtains. Oh, Do you remember it. that bloke, Chris, who used to come along where... He used to come along to our, our indie night every week. And he was he looked a bit like Bruce Grobelard. He was in the crowd, wasn't yeah. he? But yeah. was he wearing fishnet tights that night? Because it was the Rocky Horror night. He was with, yeah, he was with like a kind of sort of goth woman. Yeah. But yeah, he had like, he'd kind of got into the spirit of things, which is quite weird because he did look like Bruce Grobelard. Yeah. Had, like, it was early 90s, but he was still living kind of like mid to late 80s, wasn't he? Yeah. The moustache is a lost thing there, isn't it? I know you've spoken. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to talk about moustaches a little later. Oh, are you? Yeah. 
Should yeah. we put a hold on the Tash talk? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's um should we move on to music? Yeah, if you like, yeah. Gone for one in the middle of the month this this month. Yeah. What? I know. I went for the last one and then I thought No, I went for the first one and then it was exactly the same as obviously what I'd looked at last time. Went for the last one and realised that was gonna ruin next month's, so I went for the middle one. Yeah. Uh, at number one, uh, it's my party and I cry if I want to. Do you like that? I do, I do, but I prefer the original, which I found out about subsequently mm. after uh, after that, the Leslie Gore one. It's but, good. Yeah, it's good. It's a bit weird, that version, the 80s one, isn't it? I think they use it in the young ones as well. Oh, right. I think when they have the, uh, the party. Yeah. Uh, and Rick's doing, uh, and Abe's doing the press-ups and stuff like that, and... Uh, I think it gets a bit trippy, doesn't it, when when uh, Warlock smokes a I load of weed? Oh, yeah. I, I rewatched all the young ones not that long ago. I need to go back and rewatch. I ain't seen them for too fucking long. Proper holds up. Really fucking funny. Um, so when I see that that was number one, it made me think about parties that we've been to. Yeah. Did you have anything party-based that you wanted to talk about I regarding mean, this? I mean, I wanted to talk about Paul Stevenson's party. Yes. Did you write a song about that? I, I did. I did it. Um, I had that kind of knocking round for years, and then it was put it. I put it on the album "Hurry Up and Suck Me Off Before I Get Famous." That was just driving back, driving back from a gig in Bristol one night. I just started thinking about it. You know, like it. It was just. I mean, everyone knows about one of them parties where someone's house got absolutely fucking trashed, but that was like nothing I've ever fucking seen before and 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 he he was asleep on the sofa the whole way through it while his house just got demolished around did you go to it? yeah because right. I can't I can remember we must have gone together then yeah I think I think bollocks went because oh, I... I remember like the first thing I see was trying to get in the front door and uh, the front door of his porch wouldn't open because Castle was stood on a on a stall in the porch He'd unscrewed the light bulb and was screwing jelly cubes into the light, the, the lights fit in, and thinking like, "Fucking hell's going on here?" And then you walked in and just seen the devastation unfolded in front of you. What, what do you remember from it? Getting in the kitchen, uh, and there was like people were throwing slices of like ham and stuff to the ceiling, and there was like, <laughs> like slices of ham stuck to the ceiling. And I remember there being like some kind of sort of paste of like flour and stuff like on the the, the work surfaces. Um, my, my big one in the kitchen was, and this has really fucking stuck with me, and I put it in the song, was this bloke just had a pack of Jacob's crackers and was buttering them and just retiling the kitchen with them. Like, you know, like just putting it over the top, like doing a really fucking good job. <laughs> doing and, a good job. <laughs> oh, mate, we're going to fuck someone's ass up, mate. That's a, that's yeah. Nice but like with, with real fucking care. Yeah. But uh, and there was another bloke who had a bo- just a bottle of tomato sauce and was just spinning round and round with it just cu- fucking flying out in a circle. Like if I remember rightly, the mattress come out the window. The, yeah, didn't the mattress it, went out the window, didn't it? Um, I remember someone um, kneeling down, opening his front loading video recorder, peeling a banana and just cramming a banana <laughs> into it. <laughs> It's just wanton fucking destruction, isn't it? And like, he was there in the same room, but sound asleep. Right. What's really good is you, you're saying all of this, right? Yet the only thing that fucked him off more than anything was what I done. What did you do? So 
Also, someone stole a VHS that he'd hired from a video shop back in the day where it was like, they're going to find you like, you have to buy that, that's 200 quid or something like that. And I think someone, it was like Terminator or something like that, he'd hired out and someone just nicked it. But on the way out, on the side was a cigar that was about a foot and a half long and about an inch and a half thick. And I thought, I'm having that. So I nicked this cigar and took it to the brush and was just like sort of chatting to girls with like this fucking yeah saying now then now then when it was all right uh, you know people why, thought why it was do funny. You have to put that edge on things. No, I'm I just saying. Just, I was like, just trying to be funny. With but some you, pro- girls. you probably they, was. They were over eighteen. You were like, yeah, but you were probably doing those catchphrases because no, at I the wasn't. time at the time that would have been funny. I don't think I was. But you probably were a big cigar. Come on. You probably were the whole fucking marvelous, marvelous, and all that. Anyway. How's about that then? Stop getting bogged down in no, this. I don't want to get. I want to move on to the right. next bit. So we all got to college the next Monday. Yeah. And obviously it was a talk of the fucking common room that like Paul Stevenson's party was this debauched fucking. Do you know what? There was nothing rock and roll about it. There was no one like high, and there was no one like shagging everywhere or anything like that. Was there? It was just a load of fucking useless virgins just trying <laughs> to just fucking. Get rid of a bit of pent-up fucking frustration by, like, I don't know, let's just fucking smash some stuff up. Let's put a banana in a video. I don't know. I remember I, I left, like, I, I didn't stay late there because I remember just thinking, did someone... Oh, was it one of them ones where someone said the old bill's coming, a load of people run out? But Definitely would have been one of them. I definitely didn't fucking stay late there because, you know, you think this is going to end up in fucking tears because it had just gone proper fucking Lord of the Flies, hadn't it? <laughs> So I remember speaking to Paul, whether it was at like the club the next week or whatever, and I was like, fucking hell, mate. I said, like... It wouldn't have been the next week because he must have been a grounded for about three years. <laughs> well, I remember just going, did you get in loads of trouble? And he was like, no, they were actually all right about it all in the end. And uh, and it just went, the only thing that like really fucking caused me a load of shit is like, someone nicked the old man's cigar that he'd had for like however many hours. I was thinking, oh, no, I'll nick that cigar. <laughs> Just for lols. And, like, and I was just like, didn't someone nick a video? He went, yeah, and I brought it back. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. Like, oh, if only this... you could find out the cunt that done that. <laughs> yeah. That was great about Did you fun. ever admit to him it was you? Uh... Is he going to hear this now and come around and fucking sort you out? <laughs> I'll still see him occasionally. Like, uh... Paul, if you're listening, sorry about Roy. Sorry, mate. What's the worst party you've been to? What, as in, what, shittest? No, just like, yeah, like, I went to a party where someone, like, literally killed over. What, died? Yeah. Well, of what? Heart attack. <laughs> was it Abigail's party? No, uh, it was someone that we both know, and, uh, and yeah. What like, are the circumstances surrounding it, then? I don't know. Like, I don't know why I was there because I wasn't really socialising with them that much then. But their older brother was there. I didn't really know. And someone like an older family like family member was there and just literally like staggered out the patio doors and like and went down and it was all like fucking. Everyone was like really angry and people were like kicking off and the ambulance was there like took the like the person away and it was like oh, I think I want to leave there. Like it was one of them ones where I thought. I might just have a pint and like just see if like I can pull, but it was just one of them ones of like I'm just going to go home and stay out of trouble. Yeah. Right. That was a bad party. 
That does sound really fucking rubbish. So, yeah. was it an old person? I don't think they were that old either. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what song was playing when they killed over? It was like, oops, upside your head or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like... I, I remember DJing at a, a wedding in Dagenham where... You know, like, sometimes weddings were a bit edgy because you had the two families who didn't really fucking get on. Yeah. And this one in Dagenham, like, it, it, kicked, it kicked off and there was a fist fight on the dance floor. And because, like, I was I was DJing these things when I was about 16, so my dad would drop us, drop us yeah. there, leave me there and come and get me at the end of the night. And I had all my own DJ set up and that, so you couldn't just fucking get your records and run out because yeah. you had this massive... Because it was massive, the DJ yeah. set up, wasn't it? The decks was like a fucking coffin and you had two massive speakers about four man. foot high. Well, or an, or an estate car. And that's why we both had escort estates, yeah. wasn't it? Well, one of the reasons. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, and yeah, all fucking kicked off, and you don't know whether to stop the music or not, do you? Because if you stop the music, everyone's going to look at you. But yeah. then, like you're you're playing like you want to be in my gang, and there's two people fucking like tearing it up on the dance floor. Like, oh, what the fucking hell do I do? So you just like, oh, I'd be on the deck cover and just hope that no one notices you there. One of the other things that I wanted to talk about was like parties when we were kids like little kids yeah like probably around the time of, of October 81 I never really won an award at anything you always had your fucking like yeah. football trophies and yeah like, yeah but that was like that football trophy was like a yearly award just for playing for the team do you know yeah, what I mean it, it was it don't matter it weren't even an award like it was a you know you had a trophy, you had a team photo with your trophy. Phil Parks. And like, Phil Parks and some of the hard kids from my school. And I was just like, oh, fucking hell. Like, but I weren't good enough. I'll, I'll give you one of them. I've got about 14 one. of them up my mum's loft. I'm a proper fucking success now. Yeah. Where are all the trophies to I prove it? Got, I still <laughs> ain't got any. Someone um, sort him out a fucking trophy. We are fucks. I'm fed up. He goes on about every month. Give me a medal. <laughs> um... The one thing I reckon I was, I don't want to be too cocky, but I reckon if there was like an Essex under 10s, I reckon I was the best at musical statues. I knew you was going to say that. Yeah? Why is that? Why do you rate yourself? I reckon I could stay still as well as you for as long a time. Nah. Like, you, you was like, you was all fucking legs and arms then. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I don't mean I couldn't stay. I mean, as long as there weren't a breeze or anything, I could stay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, chairs bumps. I was like, I was decent, and like, and I always remember like chairs as well. Oh I'd, no, chair, chairs, mate. I'm not having statues though. Like, I remember you. Like, you'd be pulling your pants out your bum every fucking two minutes, like <laughs> Rafa Nadal. <laughs> but I remember like with chairs. Like, chairs was the one that like he could get a little tasty, couldn't it? Oh yeah, like. Yeah. That last, that last, that last chair, one. If you made it, it was like I'm going to down on my shield with this, like, like gladiators, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I, 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 I rate myself. You know, it's like you never. Re- what would you get if you won musical statues back then? Maybe a fucking box of Capri's animals. It was like yeah. you weren't getting anything. Like I'll tell you why you was good at chairs, because you was a bit of a unit, but you had a little bum. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Perfect build for musical chairs, isn't it? <laughs> Put that on my fucking CV. Oh, dear. Oh, Superman was in the charts. What? Black Lace? Oh, oh, Superman. What's oh, Superman? Anderson. No, I don't know it. Of course you know it. Do I? How's it go? Oh, oh, Superman. How do you not know oh, Superman? No, I don't know it. Stop lying. No, oh, no, I want to see the place it. I can't... How do you not know that? I don't know. I just don't know it. Bothering me now. We'll just play it and then I'll know it. And I'll go, oh, that one. What was his Laurie Anderson known for? That. I mean, this is like a bit of a... Like a little uh, groundbreaker, isn't it? Like, it's one of them ones that... Uh... If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know this, right? Never heard it. This was number two. Eight minutes, it's mental. No, I've never heard it. It's had millions and millions and millions of it. Yeah, but I'm not one of them. Really? No, honestly, never fuck. If you've never heard of Superman, that's really never heard of it. There you go. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that was number two. Hmm. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Didn't we do this? Did we? Invisible. Oh, well, we did, didn't we? <laughs> I've only had two pints so far. I shouldn't make too many more mistakes. Pick another one. Have you got one ready? Oh. I'd just like to be able to like be really fast. I'd love to bomb it and like and just be like well quick. Well, just sprinting instead of jogging. 
No, I know, but like you just look mental if you just like. <laughs> I, th- I think there's nothing funnier than seeing someone in clothes sprint. <laughs> <laughs> I've done something very similar today. <laughs> That's so weird. I uh, I got up this morning and uh, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll I'll take the dog for a walk. Uh, and I put like these like sort of camo shorts on, and I, I like to have a run like most days. Yeah. And I put my running attire on and my running shoes. But I had these camo shorts and a hoodie on, uh, and just a pair of just normal night trainers and. And was just sort of. By the time I got to the end of the road, the music I was listening to was a little bit uplifting. I felt a little bit tasty, and I just thought, I'm "Gonna have a run," <laughs> and like, and it was like, I went for a run in like normal clothes, and it felt really weird. Yeah, but like, at least you had shorts on. It weren't like you had a suit on or I, a sheepskin. But I remember once, like, I mate Jim, like, uh, I went like. Because I've always like tried to do a lot of a run, and I was like, "Do you want to come running with us, Jim?" And like, and he was like, "Yeah, all right." And and he come round, and he had like massive, like big, like chunky trainers on, like these kind of like tracksuit like bottoms, like jogging suit bottoms, and then had like a kind of like a, a, a lumberjack shirt <laughs> and a leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Who runs in the lever apart from the Sweeney? Jim. <laughs> and I remember just thinking, he looked a bit like Rocky in like the early Rocky yeah. films. Like, I think he had like a, a woolly hat on, but I was just thinking, I don't know anyone that runs in a lever. That's a fucking statement. Did he drink a pint of eggs when he got home? I wouldn't have surprised me. Have you ever done that? What, run in a lever? No, like neck to a raw egg. No, I thought about it after Rocky, but then you're like, nah. Yeah. Did you then? Yeah, I've done it a couple of times. So what's and that about? Like, getting some protein? I've no idea. I just thought it looked cool. Yeah. Like, uh, There's other ways of getting it, isn't there? Mark Almonds. Almonds? <laughs> I think most nuts are quite a good source <laughs> of uh, protein. <laughs> oh, dear. Is it nine points or ten? It, it, well, it started off at two, but it's just gone up and up and up, and it? it was a dozen last time I looked on Twitter. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Um, any other uh, songs that you'd like to discuss? Um, did we talk about uh, Depeche Mode's "Just Can't Get Enough," which is at number eight? I think we did. Okay, but then you're you're a better. Uh... I, I just have no fucking. I, I have no memory of it. We discussed the birdie song. Uh, did we? Did we say we were going to talk about just can't get enough next month? Because was oh, it just outside the forty last month? Maybe we did. Maybe we did. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's all right, isn't it? But is that is that one that you're fucking fed up with now? Just can't get enough. Do you know what? No, because it's kind of it's the. I, I like playing Depeche Mode when I DJ. Yeah. But the youngsters don't know. You're lucky if they know Enjoy the Silence now. Yeah. Like, and I'm not a fan of Personal Jesus. Uh, and I love that band, but I'm just not a fan of that one song. Is that because is that because you heard it too much? No, or, it's or because just... it's, it's riffy, and I don't like riffs. Yeah. Um, what, any riffs? I don't really like riffs, no. I'm not a big fan of riffs, but yeah. I like playovers. 
I like playovers. I love Johnny Marr, but they're not riffs. They're playovers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When's it a riff, then? When it's done distorted? I just think Reef, Led Zeppelin... When I think of riffs, I think Reef. I think of Reef jamming out some riffs. Jamming. And then Gary fucking Stringer coming in with his rasping ass over the top of it. <laughs> Horrible fucking racket. That's I, what I think of when I think of riffs. Because oh, I'm not a big fan of, of Zepp and all that. I no, just, I'm not. Just, just, I, don't know why, I don't know why not. Just like, just too serious. Yeah. Um... But I like Just Can't Get Enough. I think yeah. it's, it's really bloody good. Thank you, um, any riffs in, is it? Just a little play over, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And uh, uh, if I go and see Depeche Mode live, I don't want to hear it. I want all the dark shit then. Yeah. But, like, yeah, if I'm in a little club and I want to make people dance. I think I play Just Can't Get Enough, like, every week for about fucking 10 years of DJing. You um, done with it? I, I, but I haven't heard it for a couple of years. I don't know, but that, that would have been one of the ones while I was DJing, if it come on the radio, I'd have turned it over because I'd, I'd only heard it on fucking Friday. What about Open Your Heart by the Human League? That's my favourite Human League. Is it really? Apart from Electric Dreams, but that's not really the Human League, no. is it? No, Electric Dreams is the best one, I think. I like Sound of... See, I'll, I'll go Sound of the Crowd, because I just think there's something about that. that that's great. Yeah. Just does, does it for me a bit more than Open Your Heart. I don't like the chorus to Open Your Heart that much. But how can that be your favourite one if you don't because like the I chorus? Think that, that bit when it starts, yeah. when his voice kicks in, he's fucking amazing. I think there are some songs like that where the verse is so good that you let them get you let them go. you let them get away with the course because yeah. I, I think um stepping out by joe jackson is one of them songs yeah. that's got a fucking amazing verse and the verse is so good and you know with the like syncopated bass yeah. and the, the chorus is a bit like meh but you let them get away with it because the verse is so good can i have another one then please yes you can uh what else have you got in 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 the charts in front of you mate? Um, uh, Altered Images, happy birthday at number uh, 16. Did you see her the other day? I'll see her the other day. Oh, I'm so jealous. Oh, yeah, sorry, we just didn't invite you because you were a cunt. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, it was you, you was DJing, wasn't it, on, yeah. a, on a Friday. So we, we went and see, um, uh, me and Lee went and see OMD uh, at like a regional theatre in Aylesbury, which uh, OMD were fucking brilliant and they always delivered, fucking amazing. And uh, Altered Images were supporting. Oh, what a treat. Yeah. Were they good? Um, yeah. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah. Like, and Because and, I, only, I, only, I probably only know like three songs, Happy Birthday, um, Don't yeah. Talk To Me About Love, which which was fucking brilliant, yeah. and um, I Could Be Happy. Yeah, that's all I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was really, it was really oh. good. Yeah, she looked quite tidy. Yeah. Be, well, speaking of... Um... But, you know, she had a lot of other, a lot of other artistic merits as well. Yeah, I'm just saying, I just loved her a little bit. I didn't really love Toya when I was a kid. I thought she was quite kind of stra- strangely attractive in... Um, Lockdown. In Quadrophenia. <laughs> <laughs> we were all just stuck indoors, so, you know... I mean, she looks great now, didn't she? Yeah. Oh, Robert Fripp sitting there. Like Fripping one off. Old... Yeah. <laughs> um, he smashes it, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> minute they get stopped <laughs> fair enough yeah okay what other songs we got we want to talk about uh, um, Teardrop Explodes uh, Passionate Friend at number 30 
Do you know much Teardrop Explodes? No. Do you know what? I've been listening to him the last couple of days. I've been reading this book by Mick Houghton, who was um, the publicist for them and Echo and the Bunnymen and the KLF. All the Liverpool lads. Yeah. And um, he talks a lot about Julian Cope. So I've been listening to a bit of, uh, a bit of Teardrop Explodes. really fucking good. I told you about when I tried to get him to do an interview, didn't I? No. I, I, I sent him a message, an email, uh, saying I'm starting a fanzine. This would have been around 2001. Starting a fanzine. Um, I wondered if you'd be interested in... Uh, it's just a free new little indie fanzine. I wondered if you'd like uh, be able to give us an interview. Uh, and he took the time to reply. <laughs> he literally started it with like, fuck off. Uh, and then literally just a fucking rant about why, why I'm even bothering. Like, what a fucking wanker I am and was just like just sent this a massive fucking tirade of abuse got you pegged right though haven't I <laughs> thought, how do you know all of this <laughs> like oh yeah I was a little bit little bit put out yeah, it's a good thing on, that mate. reward's good yeah ba 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 that's fucking grass an intro yeah he's good that isn't it yeah but yeah I was a little bit a little bit sad has it marred your enjoyment of his stuff no more can't. but you must have known he was cunt beforehand yeah he's fucking you know he's he's quite famously a little bit fucking bananas isn't he yeah I think he was one of these people that opened the doors of perception and was unable to get him shut again there's a lot of that in there yeah used to be quite a bit of that up the round acre didn't there was we a... never really got stuck into that did we nah it's probably for the best though yeah I just think like I look back at like turning up round like Richie's and like and him and bollocks and, and and you know all the others were all sitting there, you know, taking acid and listening to like the doors. And I just remember like walking in and they all just going like oh. and I was like, Alright, why you shut the curtains? You were a fuck you were a fucking vibe killer for the acid crowd, weren't you? I really was. <laughs> I was like, Can I just go and have a beer? And everyone was just like, nah. And I remember just thinking, this is well boring. Yeah. Sitting indoors. Like, I just, yeah. I was just like, let's go and have a beer. Some fingering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they weren't, they weren't up for it. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to open a fucking door in my mind. I, I, I always quite just enjoy going out and having a laugh. Like, that fucking sitting around... Doing acid just didn't really didn't really appeal to me. I like mucking about. Yeah. Do you remember then doing acid for the first time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure wasn't very helpful. <laughs> I right. I then then dropping this acid and and then we all just uh, we were a right bunch of cunts and just going up to him and going. Hello, Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Hello, Dennis. And it just properly fucked with his, fucked with his head, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really did, didn't it? Finished up with us sat outside A and E, didn't it? He refused to go in. He was like, "I'm all right if I just stay here and I can like put my hands on the pavement. I'm all right." And now he's just thinking, "I just want to go home. Like, go in hospital and get yourself sorted out. I want to go home." I don't think you wanted his mum to find out, did he? Probably not. Um, I think we spoke about um, Prince Charming, Ottawa, and uh, did we talk about Labour We Love by Squeeze? 
No, I don't think so. I don't... Do you like label with love? It's not one of my faves, but I like it. Yeah. Um, a little squeeze set this on the wall over there that we went to see him, didn't we? Yeah. I... <laughs> I remember that... Uh, what a fucking cunt he was. He was a cunt, wasn't he? Yeah. That, well, that, was, that was two years ago now, wasn't it? Mm. Um, we was, so we went to see Squeeze, didn't we? And at yeah. the end, like, we, we sort of stood by the sound desk, just kind of enjoying it from near the back. And then uh, you went up to Sam, Sam man, didn't you? Jobsworth cunt. Jobsworth cunt, wasn't he? Just went up to him and said, um, excuse me, can I have your set list? And he just held one finger up, didn't he? And then just, like, fiddled around with about 12 faders, made you wait about two minutes... And then went, what was that, mate? And you went, I must have the set list. And then he gave it to you. What a cunt. What? I what? ate that little bit of powder. Yeah. Cunts and got. Like, you're a sound engineer, you fucking melt. Like, yeah, but also, like, you're a sound engineer for squeeze. There's no need to be a cunt. No, just be all right. Jobs worth cunt. I got the set list, though, didn't you? I won. I won, didn't I? Yeah, I, I think what I would have done. Had that happened to me, is I'd have just got it and then torn it up in front of his face and told him to stick out his arse and then just thrown it at him and then got outside and really regret I'd done it. Um, one of the other things I noticed, obviously in 1981, I mentioned A Watcher in the Woods yeah. earlier. I'm just looking at some of the titles of, uh, of songs. Um, I, I saw one actually at number 34, When You Were Sweet 16. Who's that by? Slade. No. Sorry, I've got from what's it Sorry, Slade Bre- at number 31 with Lock Up Your Daughters. Uh, what one was yours? Uh, when You Were Sweet 16, The Furies and Davey Arthur. Uh, also at 39, uh, and then she kissed me, uh, Gary Glitter. <laughs> um, then she kissed me on the Gary Glitter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, like, the idea like, of this... When you were sweet sixteen, by a bloke, a group of blokes called the Furies. So they were furious. No, like, no, that that's that's your own take on that. I think Furies are like an Irish folk band. Am I not? The Furies. Right, no, why well, what is a- what is fury? It's anger. So it's just a load Tyson of Tyson re- Fury. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a load of really angry blokes and uh, and a bird who's just fucking barely legal. That's not good, is it? It's no, never going to end well. Can you think of any other Nazi songs? Young girl, get that's, out of my life. That's the one, and it? love for me is way out of line. Because you're younger, you're much too younger. With all the charms of a woman. It's really weird. Do you know what? What's a shame? He's has such a fucking great song. He's a fantastic song, isn't like, it? But I only really recognise how inappropriate the lyrics are when I watch Brass Eye. And they used it on Brass Eye. Oh, I can't remember that. Mm. And I remember thinking, oh my God, this song's really bad. Yeah. Like, but I don't know if it's play it on the radio. No, like, oh, I haven't heard that for years. I think you tree put paid the Gary Puckett's royalties. Yeah. Did he have any other hits? Don't know. Oh. Don't know. Is he still Gary, if you're listening? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Abba, Abba, does your mother know? He's a bit fucking... Oh. He don't do anything. Your Honour. He don't do any... You know, he's trying to do He's trying to do the right thing, but, you know, he shouldn't be there with her leading him on in the first place. He should no. just go back home to his missus fucking have yeah. his dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Benny, if you're listening, just fucking get yourself home, mate. You're doing out that time of night. It's past her bedtime. Your missus is doing a rock pot. Go on. <laughs> fucking hell, Benny. Have a word. There was a lot of that, though, weren't there? Well, yeah. I no, I mean, it... them kind of songs. Yeah. Like, but there's... I'm, I don't want to get sort of too bogged down in this. No, me either. Like, um, well, yes, I'm not. I was going to say there's a, there's a recent documentary that a lot of people have been discussing that has uh, has highlighted things that Stephen Tyler of Aerosmith has done and uh, oh, really? Iggy Pop, yeah, like kind of things that at the time seemed rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. In the cold light of day, Stephen Tyler, I believe, wanted to get the girl's parents to sign this thing so he could take her over to the border which I think it was 13 or 14 yeah where like he could be with her yeah like yeah I mean a long time ago not that that makes anything alright but yeah uh, yeah weird it's dodgy isn't it it makes me wonder how John Peel managed it why did you have to do the controversial one no (laughs) but he did didn't he you had Married to do the one. You know year old people Bert. like John Peel. You had to do the controversial one, didn't you? Yeah, but you know, you, you could have said Elvis, couldn't you? People like Elvis as well. That's how Elvis fucking. No one ever mentions about Elvis, do they? Bill Wyman, Elvis, Bill Wyman, Pete Townsend. If you're in one of them fucking bands, poor old Gary Glitter got thrown to the wolves. <laughs> you can't say <laughs> it's because he looked a bit weird and wore sequins. Oh, we're fucking chuck him to the wolves. I'm sure they didn't. They didn't string up Gary Glitter just because he looked a bit weird. Give them glitter and we'll save Townsend. <laughs> and it, though. Stop going and it, though. You get me to go, yeah. <laughs> Television. Um, Got oh, anything? Uh, Bergerac started. Okay. Um it's got a good it's got a good theme tune Bergerac do you know what I like most about the Bergerac theme tune what? it's the sound of them I-hats are the yeah. same as the sound of the I-hats on the police records from yeah. the late 70s just fucking great yeah it's that fucking Bing, great drum Bing, sound isn't it yeah did he have a lever Jim Bergerac was it Jim Bergerac yeah when he had a lever he was sort of like there a lever he might have had a lever but I don't reckon he could have it no no definitely not definitely not I looked at um, I looked at the, the, the TV guy if Dennis Fortman or Pat Roach hit John Nettles, he'd just be laying there on the floor, all blood are coming out of his mouth, a couple of teeth laying there, just saying, what did you do that for? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I reckon if he would have kind of played the fucking victim, I reckon Roach would have gone like, get up, you soppy cunt. He'd have picked him up and given yeah. him another one. <laughs> <laughs> Give me something to cry about. <laughs> um, I looked at, like, BBC Kids TV, uh you ain't had a moan about kids' TV for about six months. Strap in. <laughs> so, this is what you add. Jack and Ori, followed by Newsrand, followed by Blue Peter. That's a boring trilogy, isn't it? Fuck me. Jack and Ori. For those that are unaware of that, apart from when Rick Mayo had done Georgie's Marvellous Medicine, it was just some old scrote sitting there in an armchair with a book just reading. It's like, we've got telly now. We don't need to bother with books. Why is there someone on the telly reading a book? Rubbish. You'd, like, you're looking at me like I'm, I'm not articulate. Like, you didn't read books. I 
No, but I've, I've read books since. No, but you didn't read books then. No, I didn't read books. No. You want to watch telly? Yeah. And you want to watch cartoons? I'd have read wanna... a book about a TV programme. Not then you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. Lies. Young One's book. Yeah, but that... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that and How to Be a Complete Bastard. I bought a little while ago. Oh, it's brilliant, How to Be a Complete yeah. Bastard. Bought them on, uh, on Amazon. I paid, paid a few quid for How to Be a Complete Bastard, I believe. But, um, yeah, like, Jack and Ori, it was like, it, all the theme tune was boring, and it was just some, like I say, some drab fucking dullard just yeah, going... Yeah, but all the B, but like, BBC in the late 70s and early 80s was just loads of blokes in brown fucking suit jackets with patches on the elbows, like the finger bobs bloke. And he died fucking, today. Did he? Yeah. You say something nasty then, weren't you? No, I weren't. I was going to say, like, how much I admired and respected his work and, yeah. and you know and obviously condolences to his family John Craven he's not dead is he no he's just boring he's still boring is he yeah he does he do like something out like yeah but he's a newscaster of course he's boring like he but don't want to kids don't want to watch news you, you get a fun newscaster and it all goes a bit Frank Boff he ends up in a brothel sticking coke down his Jap's eye <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um, but I just remember thinking like I don't want to watch news like, and, and what's weird is if you look at the TV guide as well like the other channels it's just like from the minute TV starts every other like show is something news based yeah. it's like fucking hell like the, the world was a very fucking miserable place in the early 80s as well you don't need fucking some fucking stiff in a brown fucking jacket telling you how fucking rubbish it is 24-7. Yeah, yeah but Newsround weren't telling you all about nuclear war and that. It was just about fucking owls and... Rubbish! I'd rather have known about nuclear war. And then Blue Peter. Like, have you ever enjoyed Blue Peter? Blue Peter. No, it's I mean, rubbish. Words, no, no. Blue Peter. He's just jank. <laughs> And like, and you had like a succession of fucking people apart from Bacon that were like, yeah, but that's what I mean. You don't want your Blue Peter presenters to be doing that. I am not interested in them going out into a garden while Norris McWhorter tells not Norris McWhorter Percy Thrower. Percy Thrower tells you about fucking talks you through a carrot. <laughs> I do not at fucking how old was we then eight or whatever. I don't want to know about that. Yeah. Like, I just want to know about sweets, naughty kids at school, like... Well, yeah, Grange Hill, didn't yeah, no, you? No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you got it once a week. Blue it's Peter. once a week, Grange Hill. Yeah, it was Fridays, and Blue Peter was Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's like, why are you doubling up on that? Because no, it was easy. Tucker, please. It was easier to produce, wasn't it? Because, oh, like, didn't have to write rubbish. scripts for it. They all just winged it, didn't Ooh, they? Oh, this week we're going to put George the Tortoise in a box. Good. Bury the cunt. Like, but they didn't. He's hibernating. No, I don't care. And, like, and then it was just like, oh, look, here's, here's Goldie. What's Goldie? I was just asleep. I don't want to watch a dog asleep. Things got a little bit more interesting when it died. And obviously, Noakes fucking... It weren't Goldie, was it? Who was that? Shep? Shep, yeah. Noakes broke down, didn't he? I mean, we all That was a bit dogs. of sad TV, wasn't it? Yeah. I feel bad now. Yeah. I remember watching that being really upset. 
So you liked it then? Can you remember when, like, I mean, obviously, you know. When they made that fucking, um, the Christmas uh, hanger, coat hanger and tinsel thing that you put candles in and it burnt people's houses down. I don't remember that. Yeah. You made one? Yeah, it burnt my ass down. <laughs> Only thing that's left was my crying boy painting. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you've... Oh, you've got a few of them, haven't you? I have, yeah. I'm really fucking... Oh, they're in my wooden shed as well. Really tempting fate. <laughs> you know next week a firework's going to come by and burn the fucking thing down. Like, um... It was a legit thing, wasn't it? That that was like, you should be fearful of the crying baby or the crying boy. Yeah. Like, uh... Yeah, was it... it, was it have, you got, have you got girl ones as well? Yeah, a couple, yeah. But yeah. It, it was the crying boy paintings, wasn't it? And um, it was a big fucking thing. It was like it was like the mid-80s, so people should have known better by that point. But I remember Dear Deirdre from The Sun saying, send me your crying boy paints, because apparently there was a couple of house fires and the houses got completely fucking gutted and the only thing left was this crying boy painting, like, untouched. And so this became, like, the curse of the crying boy. And, of course, yeah. the newspapers fucking loved it. And um, Dear Deirdre was like saying, send me your crying boy paintings and we'll have a big fu- big fucking burn up of them. And, and it was like that. Everyone sent in, oh, everyone's nan's got fucking paranoid, sent in their crying boy paintings and she, she had a big bonfire with them. Fair or point. stuck them in a fucking warehouse and they're all, they're all up on eBay for 80 quid a pop. Is that how much they go for? Yeah, it can go for like 100 odd quid. Fucking hell. I got one out of that chapel charity shop for three quid. Oh, sweet. Win. Yeah. A little, little bit smoke damage. Yeah, killed me nan, but, you know. <laughs> um, Top of the Pops was on. Um, we've spoke about Top of the Pops a lot, haven't we, on, on here. Um, going sort of stateside, looking at some TV, uh, Mork and Mindy. I was a big fan of that. I like Mork and Mindy. Yeah. Um, can you remember the theme tune? That's that's the one, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. That yeah. Taxi. What's the taxi theme tune? Oh, you'd know you'd know this if you thought about. It. I can't fucking remember. Uh, did you used to watch Taxi? I did. Yeah. I can't remember anything about it, but we used to watch it. I remember thinking Danny like, DeVito was in it, wasn't it? Danny he? DeVito, and obviously. Um, uh, what's his face? Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman, yeah. But I didn't know who Andy Kaufman was or anything. No. But I remember thinking Danny DeVito was fucking hilarious. Absolutely, yeah. Um, who else was in it? I was trying to think who else uh, was in it. But yeah, I remember like definitely watching it. Um, let's see if I can pull up the theme song. By Bob James. So Bob James uh, is super famous for, for sort of like... Uh, oh, that's not it. Let me just uh, pull it up here. <laughs> There's a lot of people bit songs yeah. then, weren't there? It's a bit sad, isn't it? Yeah. And funky. Yeah. Oh, I quite like that. Um, and uh, I'll tell you what else uh, launched uh, then. What? Oh, give you a clue. Give you a clue. Oh, did it? Be just one drum. Might, might, might be right, right for you. you. May, May not, not be right, right for some. Oh. He was fucking hilarious, wasn't he, Gary Coleman? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think 
Oh, no, sorry. It, it, it wasn't. It, it ran from 78 to 86. Coleman, in, in episode one, in 78, Coleman was aged 57. And when it finished in 86... He was 103. Yeah. Still looked six. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, how good was Different Strokes? Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Like, I just thought it was fucking brilliant. Like, Gary Coleman was fucking great. Loved a bit of Willis. Yeah. Kimberly, the sister? Yeah. Yeah. You know, fancied her a little bit. Yeah. And what was the old man called? What was his name? Mr. They just called him Mr. Something, didn't they? Mr. Kipling? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bronson. <laughs> It was definitely Mr. Baxter. It was definitely Mr. Something, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But uh, there's people listening to this now. It's just shouting it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also uh, Magnum come out. What, the ice cream? No, the uh, the, the, the Tom Selleck uh, uh, show. Ah. He had a good tash. Is that, oh, is that where you're going to lean there in the go. tashies? There we go. Yeah. Best tashies. I mean, you, you've, you've spoken extensively about beards. Yeah. Um. Top five moustaches. Well, from the eighties. Yeah. Selick. Yep. Oats. <laughs> Definitely. You. Yes. Pierce. Mickey. Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, and the bloke from Man to Man meets Man Parish. <laughs> so good. Because <laughs> the village people's ones were in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. They started in the set. I mean, I may have carried them on in the eighties. Yeah. So are we, are we taking out the, the geese from Sparks then? Oh, that's a, that's a crack of that, isn't it? Like, um, yeah. Other, other. Icon- I wish he was my uncle. Oh, wouldn't it be brilliant? Just like at every family party, everyone's having a laugh. You just look over, and he's just looking at the side. He's giving that little side eye. He sat there on the piano. Yeah, just looking at you. Playing rapes, yeah. <laughs> Oh, dear. I yeah, still ain't you seen... Get, you got go any good, good 80s tashies you haven't mentioned? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah well, Piercy's probably one of my, my favourites. Oates is a good shout. Oates is a really good shout. Because he, he was little. Yeah. But he sort of made up for it with that tash. The tash yeah. was big. Boyce's was good. Boyce's was good. Yeah. Lost him, didn't we, last month? Yeah, yeah. Lost Clive Sinclair as well last month. Did we? Yeah. Have we spoke about you trying to get a 2CV? What are they called? C5. A oh, 2CV, sorry, that's a Citroën. Yeah. yeah, the Stinclair C5, sorry, yeah. I think they would have fared similarly in a breeze. Yeah. yeah. Well, we did talk about this, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah just try... He didn't... Did he have a moustache, Sinclair? He had a ginger beard. Yeah, yeah. He looked a little bit like Stilgo, didn't he? he yeah, that. he was. He, 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 they're actually related. That's a lie. That is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just think like moustaches were like. I think there's so many moustaches. If you, th- you 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 studied it, you'd be like, I didn't even realise he had a moustache. I think they yeah. were just so common that like you just don't even see them. Grobbler. Grobbler. Like I mean, yeah, there was. He's he's someone you know, like your old man who's always got a tash, even if he ain't got a tash, yeah. he's got a tash. Yeah, definitely. M- M- the same with fucking McDermott. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, 
John Oates must still Sooness. Sooness. Like John Oates, I reckon, still got a moustache. Yeah. And even if he ain't, still like, has. he still has. Yeah, it's like just a default viewing. Yeah. Like oh, I wish I had that. I could have a really good moustache. I've got a really thick top lip. You have got, like, well, you have got a good you should that, if I had a tash like that, I wouldn't bother with a beard. <laughs> Obviously, when I've got rid of the beard, you, you do obviously yeah. the you do the the sort of seventies porno moustache, and then you do the the, the John Oates, yeah. and then you do the the, the Mickey Pierce, then you do the Hitler, yeah. and then and then you know you, you know you got your eggshell finish. But like, yeah, I uh, I don't look good with just a moustache. Don't you? Nah, no, nah, I'm not chiselled enough. I think, like, you've got good bone structure. Like, yeah, I've got very good bone structure. Like, well, I, I just said it. You don't have to fucking dine out on it. <laughs> and, like, but I think, I mean, you've had a moustache, haven't you? You've had a few times in the 90s you've just fucking come out with a little fucking weird It tash. weren't in the 90s. There's no way. I, I mean. No, late 90s. When we was all doing, like, the bands a bit more, like, you'd be fucking wandering around in a fucking cream suit with a little tash <laughs> like fucking David Niven or something. <laughs> <laughs> My tashes were always shit, though, weren't they? Like, really <laughs> shit. Such a shit tash. That fucking beard you had when we went on holiday was the most dirtiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was so horrid. There was nothing, there was no substance to it, was it? Just no. so patchy. It looked like, no, when you see them, like, things in, like, in films where they like they just fucking like in police academy where they'll just like fire a load of glue at you and then just like a big fan of feathers on your face. It yeah. was like someone done that with pubes on your face. It was like that, yeah. And it was just a big fucking wild assortment of clock springs here, there and everywhere shit on your beard, fucking just shops. Shit beard, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a shit beard. If someone done an internet meme just saying shit beard, it would have a picture of, <laughs> picture of me in the late nineties with that fucking patchy thing. <laughs> Um, but I weren't, you know, I weren't walking around like I was fucking Peter Whiff, was I? Like, no. going like, whoa, look at this beard. Yeah, yeah. I, do you reckon... Richard Pryor? Oh, yeah, that was a good moustache. Yeah. Like, there again... Was a, there was a lot of black men with moustaches in the 80s. Larry Blackman? L- fucking Larry Blackman, that was a good tash, wasn't yeah. it? But also, I, I, like, Lando Calrissian. Yeah, yeah. I think who else had a, had a... Did Lionel Richie have a moustache? Lionel Richie, yeah. See, because now... Yeah. What? Well, you, you know, you'd like, you could see him with a moustache now. Yeah. And anyone, that's, anyone that was on Barham's door. Yeah. Any, <laughs> anyone. Yeah, I think... Sher- any, Sherrick. Sherrick, yeah. Like, I think any... The Mac Band? Yeah, I mean, they all would have had them. Like, I think, like, any, anybody that released, you know, R&B or Swing Beat, Circa... 87 to 91. Sweat, did he have one? Keith Sweat would have had a moustache. O'Neill? Uh, Alexander O'Neill. I don't think Van Dross didn't. Did he, he had a moustache. He, he had a bit of a go at one yeah, point, he didn't did. he? Yeah, yeah. He was head of the curve in a lot of ways, though, Van Dross, wasn't he? Yeah. Corizian's a good beard, a good, a good moustache. Yeah, because it's not a fat one like prior, yeah. is it? Yeah. But but it's, it's, a, it's just a nice shape. I think, like, the, the, the bigger ones, like your prior... They're a statement, mm. whereas I think your Carisians more of a kind of like they're not making a statement, but they're they're casting it out and they're gonna be they're gonna be reeling in a lady. Are you, you say would you say Carisians the Black Niven? No, no, I don't. I don't think he's like he's quite a gentleman though, wasn't he, Carisian? Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe. 
Mercury had a good moustache. He did. He had some. He had. You've got a similar kind of coverage to Mercury on your top lip. <laughs> oh, have you any more television you want to talk about? Uh, do you know what? I, I, had a, I had a little look on um, on Wikipedia, and uh, one one of the things that come up was um, a couple of sitcoms that I hadn't heard of started. Right. Uh, one of them was called "That's My Boy," a sitcom starring Molly Sugden. Right. Obviously, this must have been kind of post. Um, are you being yeah. served fame, right? Uh, and the premise of it was, she's a fearsome housekeeper who moves in with a posh couple only to discover that their adult son is the baby she gave up for adoption. That's dark. It's <laughs> a weird one, isn't it? Wouldn't get commissioned nowadays, would it? No. And uh, the other one that I've never, never fucking heard of was called Astronauts. And I'm going to go and look this up because it was a sitcom set in a space station written by Bill Oddie, Graham Garden, Dick Clement and Ian Lafrenay. Sounds all right, doesn't it? Yeah. Is that how you know about it? Yeah. Just, I presume, it's Bill Oddie floating around on a green screen. Well, a blue screen, it probably would have been at the time. He was funny then, wasn't he, Bill Oddie? He was, wasn't he? He looked funny as well, didn't he? Yeah. He, was, he had funny bones, didn't he? And then he just got into bird watching that and he just become a boring cunt. I'm just telling it like it is. Can you remember? Oh, you weren't there, but that time I've told you about when we saw Bill Oddie. No. When we played the Rock Garden. Oh, I don't know. And we had oh. a megaphone. <laughs> like, I hated that megaphone. You, <laughs> As if you fucking didn't shout loud enough. What did you need a megaphone for, for fuck's sake? So, I, remember, I, I managed to blag a megaphone. I think my mate worked at Lakeside and the security there had one and he nicked it for me. And I was so excited that I had a megaphone. Uh, and we went up, we was playing like the rock garden. And me and Carsol were like outside. And I remember we just see like Bill Oddie. Yeah. And I was like, I went, it's fucking Bill Oddie. And like, and I was like, Bill Oddie through the fucking <laughs> megaphone. And he see it and looked really angry and started walking off. And we was like, Bill Oddie. And like literally all of us dressed up. Like started running after him, and like, and he was literally like looking over his shoulder, trying to get us to fuck off. Was he sprinting like, in a suit? Like, I'd like to think that he had some kind of sort of bird watching attire, of like kind of sort of like yeah, camo kind of body warmer, definitely hat and and binoculars around yeah, his neck. Yeah, <laughs> chances are he wasn't, but he did not want to have any interaction with us. And I remember being really <laughs> excited. It was, and do you know what? I remember at the time thinking. Moody come. Yeah. But I remember just thinking, I've just bellowed his name for a megaphone and then nine blokes have chased him. Did you come, did you come, yeah, you did come and see Voice of the Beehive with us up yeah. at Yulu. Do you remember seeing Fergal Sharky there? Yeah, and like, I've still got the fucking, the photo of him looking, it's the photo I've got that I would say is the photo where the person didn't want to be in it the most. Oh, really? And it's me and you and him. <laughs> and he's looking over at someone as if to say, make this fucking finish, because of probably how you opened up the conversation. So we we see him, didn't we? He was down, like... We were so thirsty for a fucking celebrity then as well, weren't we? Yeah. But we'd see Fergal Sharky, wouldn't he? Like, it, it, but it was like, this would have been probably, what, like, late 80s? 
Women's Voice had a beehive, like early early nineties. No, that gig at Eula would have been about I reckon ninety two. Yeah, of course it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it was Fergal Sharky in a suit and that. It yeah. weren't like ang- Angry Jumper, was it? Like the undertones, no. Fergal. It or was like, like slick, big floppy fucking curtains. Yeah, art Fergal from the late eighties. Yeah, it, it was like suiting and booted. Uh, misery. Cor- <laughs> 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 Well, he was a corporate misery that night, wasn't he? Because we see him, like, he was in a, a massive fucking crowd of people, but down a flight of stairs. And I see him, and I pointed at him, and I went, Fergal fucking Sharky! And everyone just looked round at him, didn't they? And he just looked up at me and went, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and then we made him have a photo. He's so fucked up in the photo. <laughs> Do you know, about three weeks after that, I was walking through Camden Market and he walked past me, right? And my eyes just fucking caught his eyes. And you know, like, he looked at me as if, like, I recognise that cunt. And then, like, I just fucking walked past him and I looked back and he was sort of looking back. And, you know, like, he, he remembered. He definitely fucking remembered. But I didn't bother him that day. I felt I did feel a bit horrible about that. I love Only the fact that we're going, like, yeah, fucking corporate misery. We just shouted his name at him. In front of loads of people because we was just excited, thirsty kids, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah, I fell in love with her, the singer that night. You say you fell in love with Fergal? Nah, the singer. Yeah. Really loved her. I know you did. Just about some news. Yeah. Um, I got a weird one. The first reported instance of a pilot being blinded by a laser pointed from the ground took place 700 feet over Encino, California. A 21-year-old man who said he was testing a laser for a Halloween party aimed the beam in the cockpit of a hovering police helicopter, leaving the pilot and co-pilot with total loss of vision for several seconds. Several things I'd like to talk about this. Lies. Them coppers weren't blind. Like... They've obviously just said that to string to up that in trouble, aren't they? Yeah. Like, he's just an excited lad that's got a new toy. If we had them laser beams... We'd have shone them at an helicopter. 100%. And, and any, anything else. And then when they landed, like, you know, on, on the on the techie field, we'd have just run and hid behind some bushes and that shitting ourselves. Exactly that. Exactly that. We would have been beaming them at fucking cars. <laughs> at like Because it was like... You don't realise the seriousness of things then, do you? It's just a laugh. Yeah. It was acceptable in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird now, like... So what happened? Is he still in prison now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um... Yeah, he's 61 now. Fuck like, it. We should start just giving page to get him out or something. That's a good shout. Yeah. Um... Yeah, rough justice, but, um... Yeah. He won't know. do it again, though. No. No, absolutely. Um, so the first cell phone network was set up. Um, and, I mean, in 1981, the idea of a mobile phone was alien. I think it was in like the, maybe the mid-'80s that, like, you know, I think, like, I'd heard about someone had a car phone, and I was like, yeah. wow, like, that's fucking I don't even level. think that was on my radar at all. I think, like, maybe, like, fucking... Michael J. Fox in The Secret of My Success or something would have had one of them massive fucking yeah. bricks or something like yeah. that. So, while Huey Lewis was on in the background. Yeah. He didn't have a moustache. He was a bloke, though, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, he, he had like a denim jacket, and I reckon like he'd have no shit. In a, in, if he was in a booth and you gave him a bit of lip, I reckon he, he wouldn't give you no fucking. He wouldn't think twice about giving you a fucking right hander. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. So phones, and I'm a, I know that when you're young. Like the phones are the sort of thing that you have to kind of just go, oh, can I find blow? You wait till after six o'clock back then, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, because you'd, you'd save a few quid. Um, I can still remember your phone number. Yeah, I remember your phone number. Don't give it out because it's my mum's phone number now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and it's like, I, I think to myself, if there was ever them sort of days where, like, your parents were away... And like you'd get all brave, and you'd be like, "Let's let's just ring some people up." I, I remember like one night in particular, your mum and dad was away. Yeah, like they was out, and we sat round your house and just went through the phone book, and yeah. anyone with a funny name like really fucking got it. I, I remember like just thinking it was the funniest thing in the world. Do you remember phoning up someone called Leakin and just going, "Are you Leakin?" <laughs> and them saying, "Yeah," and just going like, "Find a fucking blob in him." <laughs> Putting a phone down. Can you not remember we phoned up a Mrs. Duck? Oh, fucking hell, yeah. And yeah. you just, you, went, you, you, you Mrs. Duck, she went, yes, you went, fuck my luck, a talking duck, <laughs> put the phone down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? Every time I get one of them kind of like um, call centre calls, like, you know, trying to sell me something, if... Before I just go, look, seriously, I'm not interested. I wish they'd say something like that because I just think I'll answer that next time. That was quite good fun. Yeah. Like, but it's all a bit serious now, isn't it? Yeah. It was all acceptable just to, like, ring up someone that was just probably sitting there watching telly with their family at night and just say something really offensive to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were in the phone book, weren't they? I wonder the phone book a terrible fucking idea. We, I remember we was always ex-directory. Like, our phone number was never in there. And, like, I don't know why. I mean, I'm quite glad we were because we would have got that kind of, uh, that kind of, with a name like Whiffin, like, you know, you, you, you're kind of asking for it. But, yeah. Yeah. Fuck my luck of talking duck, leaking. And it was anyone that just had a daft name, wasn't it? We'd yeah, just... probably like Plum and <laughs> anything, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Metallica formed. Oh, did they? In, uh, in October 1981. Um, 
I only know one Metallica song. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Go on. Say your prayers, little one. Don't forget my son. To include everyone. That's the only one I know. You must know. And nothing else matters. I know two Metallica songs. There. Um, I couldn't tell you anything about how that goes other than that bit. Yeah. I couldn't do the verse or anything. Oh, I proper hate Metallica. Really? I, I think they're really rubbish. So why why are they so rubbish? I just think they're... I mean... You, but you don't like heavy metal at all, do you? No, I know you do. No, but I, like, t- I, I... You know, I had a little flirtation with heavy metal in the 80s. Yeah, I'll get to just that. Just trying to find... Yeah, I know you fucking will. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where this was going. The, 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 the Metallica um, documentary films mm. are, are the best music documentaries ever because they're so like they're just not self-aware at all oh really and like it's spinal tap but yeah. for real um i mean they're one of the biggest bands in the world and i just don't get it i just think they're naff and like so why do people like them then i, I don't know people like metal don't they? And people really like things like sandman and nothing else matters did and, you have to play metallica and stuff you know when you were at, at the toothbrush yeah like you know I'd, I'd occasionally play that and and then you know you'd get the the more purists that would want the earlier stuff and I don't own it and I just don't like it and I'm not a big fan of that era of, of metal and what's your favourite heavy metal song uh Paranoid uh, he's really fucking good yeah uh but I you know I do like metal bands I really like a band called the Deftones um uh, but is that because it's more alternative metal? Yeah, yeah. Like, straight up metal. Like, the stuff that you like, like Maiden, Wasp, Judas Priest. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't a fan of. Like, you really like Time Maiden, didn't you? Yeah, I like Iron Maiden. But, like, I, just, I know you're going to start trying to tell me that they've, like, got really good pop tunes. But yeah, I just I don't. don't think they have. Well, you're wrong. And he's a Wally as well, that singer. Oh. Bruce Dickinson. You think that about anyone that's got their own plane? I'll bet he's a proper fucking Tory. Yeah, probably, yeah. I had Judas Priest on the podcast last week. No, you never. <laughs> yes, Did you I tell did. him about my hat? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing, wouldn't it? Of all the things they've achieved over the years. My mate's got an app with your name. Oh, really? Is he a fan of our music? No, he got it from a boot, so he ain't heard one of your songs. <laughs> breaking the law, breaking the law. Oh, is that them? Yeah. Um, but you really liked Wasp. No, I don't feel I did. You really bought all I... their picture discs. Yeah, I got a couple of their picture discs. Yeah. You was a metaler then. I got pictures of naked ladies. <laughs> <laughs> they done a cover of Real Me as well, didn't they? Can you see the real me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like they had some good picture discs. They had one of a lot of lady in a swimsuit, like with weight doing some weights and stuff. That's weird for metal like in the eighties. <laughs> like you know, one of them shape picture discs that Ooh. was. Yeah. Like if anyone wants to buy my wasp picture disc, just pop us a <laughs> DM through Twitter. <laughs> it's one of a Doberman bullying a woman, like. <laughs> <laughs>
You had a uh, <laughs> you had a waistcoat and everything. You had a denim waistcoat no, with metal. But no. you did. No, I didn't. No, I had a denim jacket. I cut the arms off and put some studs across the back. And you had all metal badges on it. Oh yeah, I had like patches and that. Yeah, by the Sex Pistols patch, didn't I? Oh, I made them one. Yeah, Saxon. No, I did. I don't, I don't know anything about Saxon. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really a metal, was I? I just kind of dabble. Yeah, I, 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 it's really weird when I think back now because you're because the, I put that I, I had I had I had a Guns and Roses patch on the back, but I didn't even really like Guns and Roses. But I, I'd drawn a picture of the Christians on there, hadn't I? And just put the Guns and Roses, sewed the Guns and Guns and Roses patch over the top. <laughs> Having a metal waist jacket <laughs> with the Christians on it. <laughs> oh, fucking brilliant! Oh dear. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, oh, uh, without permission, uh, Tom Croster dug through the walls at Man uh, Pisgah in Jordan, where he claimed that he and a team had discovered the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, though he did not bring the artifact out, he presented photographs, um, uh, yeah, and, and, and so on, basically. So he's obviously tried to be a real Indiana Jones. Yeah. So... I want to kind of talk about like rubbish and toot uh, and treasure. And I remember when he was really, really young, my dad bought my mum a metal detector. And I remember thinking, holy shit, yeah. I'm going to find treasure. And I think we went down like coal ass fault to like the beach or like where the river is and just like just dug up like just old fucking toot. Yeah. Um, did you ever have a metal detector? I had a metal. De- I wanted a metal detector. Like that was one of them things that I just really wanted a yeah. metal detector. <clears throat> there must have been like a point in the eighties when when that kind of happened. You know, you like karate, you know, like karate, and be like four or five varieties of metal detectors. Oh, really? You, handy, you know, yeah. like karate kid. One of them fucking yeah. times in the eighties when everyone wanted to, and, and that was I really wanted a metal detector. And then I got one for Christmas. Did you take your travelling? <laughs> No, I've still got. I'm going to wrap it around your fucking head next time you mention me travelling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking. Yeah, Did you ever find anything? No, of course not. Like you know, like I don't know, like a fucking, like a, 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 a you know, like a fucking olive from a fucking copper pipe or something. You know, yeah. just fuck, fuck all. I done archaeology at Palmer's. Oh, did right. you? So you You've had done? Like, are you done archaeology? So on a Friday afternoon, you could either have tutor or you could do like a kind of like it weren't for a qualification, but you could do archaeology. And mm. I was like, I'll do that. And the first fucking time we done a practical, where do you think we went? Well, coal asphalt. Yeah. And I was like, rubbish. I've been here. There's nothing here, and there still weren't anything there. And it was like you had to share a metal detector and had like a little fucking. Little shovel that you just have to like dig up, just took. I think Indiana Jones might have given you a false expectation of what it was like. I wanted to be fucking chased by a massive fucking ball and like. No, it ain't, is it? He's fucking Baldrick from Blackadder just making shit jokes, a load of nerds. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> but I just want to talk about you and Took. Because when when like we we I mean you've kept everything we've spoke about this with toys and things like that you you you're got a lot of stuff yeah uh, and I mentioned when we we, we walked up to to uh, to the shed tonight that like, I was having some decking taken away he was like oh well, well, I'll have that I like, like a bit of wood and like 
you like a bit of took, didn't you? You like you like. I mean, when over lockdown, we'd have a little walk. Oh, I'm like, a skip monkey. A skip, mate. Fucking hell. Your little fucking face lit up, didn't Do you? Do have a little nose in a skip. You get yeah. some good stuff in skips somewhere. I, I, I don't like them shit skips that are just full of people's shit. What do you mean by that? You know, just like loads of stuff that people are throwing out. What, like old toys and bro- stuff like that? Nah, just like, bro- you know, like broken tiles and plasterboard and just fucking like skips full of shit, like a paint pot. Oh, like when people actually... Just like doing some work and just uh, yeah. got a skip just to kind of get rid of the waste. I like skips with like long lengths of four by two in. Yeah. You know, or like maybe like a, you know, a, <laughs> a reclaimed door and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, like them kind of skips. What's the deal? What's the protocol with a skip? Like, so uh, for instance, right, you're walking, you're walking along and you see a skip and there's a nice bit of timber in there. And let's just say there's, uh, I don't know, one of them old little fucking square plastic boxes with some seven inch singles in it. You never, I never find anything like that in the skip. Well, I'm just saying you do, right? You just walk past and there it is. What do you well, do? I don't know what you're trying to set me up for. No, I'm just but saying. I'm, but I'm going to tell you the protocol, right? This is the protocol I use, which isn't based on anything I've looked up on the internet. It's okay. just common decency. Oh, is, right, okay. There's something in a skip, right? Yeah. They've thrown it out, so they don't fucking want it. Yeah. Right? But it's common courtesy to go and knock on the house and say, Pretty is it all right yeah. if I take that out of your skip? Yeah. Right? If there's no one in, just take it anyway. Because oh, it's, in, it's in a skip. Yeah. It's in a skip. On so their they don't, property. Yeah, so they don't fucking want... They put it in a skip. That's right. So you're trespassing. The skip right. okay. is a large bit... What are you? What are you? The fucking... What, someone shined a fucking laser in your eye. <laughs> so you just like... You just you walk onto their property. No. Like... Yeah, I walk, on, I walk onto their property. You know, open a, a virtual door to their skip. And no, like, there's no virtual door there. You in, just in knock the, on the door. Feet, knock on the door. Rummaging around. Ask. I'll have that. I'll have that. Do you know what? Hang on a minute. I'm going to come back in a bit. I'll get my motor and I'll back it up so I can fill the boot up here. There's loads of stuff in here I want. Yeah, there's a chair leg. I'm going to stick up Roy's arse if you don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, the, last, the last instance I had like that where there weren't someone in, there was a couple of large... Sheets, so you know, like the plastic that people have on their lean tos. Yeah. And I, I want, I've wanted a lean to fucking ages. Cause yeah. My granddad had a lean to, so I thought, you yeah. know, it's the thing to do to have a lean to. Yeah. You know, keep tools under and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and so there was two large sheets of that plastic that had yeah. obviously come off someone else's fucking out building yeah. or lean to or whatever yeah. in a skip. They were in really good nick. So I went and knocked on the door and they weren't in. So I'll just put them in the back of the car, <laughs> back yeah. of the car, and I didn't break in because no, it's outside. No, so it's on their drive. It's on their drive. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I suppose it's not breaking in, but yeah, you're still entering and trespassing like um, illegally. You um, make me sound like the night stalker. I'm, I'm fucking just, no, entering no, I'm anyone just, illegally. You know, just like you're very blasé about stealing, like, and I just think, you know, you know, thief. T H I E F. Uh. Right, okay. Have you got any news? Um, oh, I've got some world events. Oh. Uh, Brian Robson becomes Britain's most expensive footballer. 1.5 million from West Brom to Man U. Wow. He always looked like a fucking misery, didn't he? Brian Robson? Yeah. Yeah, what was his problem? I don't know, he's got one and a half mil, hasn't he? Yeah, he's a misery guts. Um... <laughs> Uh, Depeche Mode released debut album Speak and Spell. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, unknown rocker Prince opened for the Rolling Stones at LA Coliseum. Was that, he got booed as well. He got oh, booed did on he? stage, yeah. What, too sexy for him? I think so. I think so. 
Um, the thing think... is, if you've gone to see the Stones, the last thing you want someone rolling around like trying to suck themselves off and that. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, and uh, Queen released their greatest hits, which goes on to be the best-selling UK album. Oh, you hate Queen, don't you? Yeah. I, I I quite like Queen in the eighties. Yeah, we was metal, weren't you? Like metal as <laughs> it was a gateway to metal, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. Like, did you have a Queen badge on your on your on your metal jacket? No, I didn't know. Hmm. I did get one free with those are the days of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, what don't you like about Queen? Um, I don't like homosexuality. No, I have nothing. I haven't got a problem with that. I don't like. I just is it the theatrical? Yes, it? it's the theatrics. Like I don't like it. Like yeah, I, I just I, I I like under pressure. Hmm. I like um, who wants to live forever? Hmm. I like that. Um, I actually <laughs> this is changing the subject. It just reminded me of something. Um, I went on eBay yesterday to see how much a Casio PT1 was. Oh, you cunt. Don't get one of them. You don't need one of them. <laughs> you can get it for 30 quid. Like, box, and I just thought, oh, I'd love to just pop that through your letterbox ding, on ding, a Sunday ding, morning. Ding, 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 You was the right cunt with that last time. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, so Sport, have you heard of the World Games? No. Right. So the World Games kind of runs concurrently with the, the, the Olympic Games. Yeah. Uh, but it seemed to just kind of... It was in California, the first one, in October 81. Yeah. Uh, and it offered up different kind of games. Some that had originally been in the Olympics, um, uh, such as uh, Tug of War. Um, it sounds like the Pat Roach games. Right. So I've literally made a little note of the word pubes next to Tug of War. <laughs> Um, did you have you ever done tug of war? Yeah, loads of times. Never. Um, no, I think I've done it. Like uh, I don't know, like Cubs or something. Oh, I think we, we done it at Cubs. Yeah, I think at Cub Camp. Like, did you go Cub Camp or was you too scared? I'm trying to remember. No, I went Cub Camp. All oh, right. Like you sort of just struck me as one of blokes that cried on the first night, and your mum had to get you. But um, so <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> yeah, tug of war. I just think like that's a that's for blokes, isn't it? Yeah. Like, if you ever see it, like, on the telly now, yeah. on some kind of country file or something like that, it's just a load of blokes that probably play rugby and suck each other off. But then, like, at some kind of local fate, yeah. they all just have a couple of fucking pints of Vickers Digit and then just fucking... Yeah, roll, get... a, roll a couple of cheese down the hill and have a game of tug of war. Yeah. See, I reckon... Is it a dying art tug of war? Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen Tug of War for years, so I presume it just don't happen anymore. Hmm. Uh, right, if you had to, if you had to assemble yep. a Tug of War team yep. from from blokes in the 80s, yep. how many do you reckon? Like five. All right. Five people. Um, Roach. I'll go uh, Tackleberry, Fish from Marillion, Large, and... What our mate, Lord? Yeah. <laughs> uh, An Alan from Grange Hill, Tucker's mate. Oh, fuck, he'd be good, wouldn't he? Yeah. He'd be your anchor man. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, 
giant haystacks. <laughs> Good shot. Um, Roach, obviously. Mr. T. Yeah. Um, oh, do you know what? If you're Dennis at- Waterman. Oh. And Chaz from Chaz and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Chaz would be misleading you'd think oh he looks nice like yeah. he's, he's a bit of a laugh and like yeah but yeah, I reckon his face when he dug in yeah yeah, yeah when the fight face drops you'd think oh yeah. hang on he's a bit of work yeah like yeah I might chop up Alan I'm just thinking if you're having haystacks at the back it makes sense I had daddy at the back of mine yeah like no Alan match. Alan would do the job Alan would do yeah. the job of daddy definitely alright okay oh moustaches Daley Thompson yeah <laughs> He'd get into both teams, yeah. tug yeah. of war, tug of war, and the Tash team. Definitely. Um, so there was things like roller skating um, and, and, and things like that. So it was, it was a weird thing, but it was like. This can, can I just ask who'd be your worst five um, tug of war team from the eighties? Your yeah, it'd be hopeless, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. Martin Fry. Yeah. Anyone from Spandau Ballet apart from um, Tony Adley. Yeah. Nick Rhodes. <laughs> They'd be <laughs> shit, wouldn't they? Nick Rhodes, you would not want on your tug of no, war definitely team. definitely not. Definitely not. Um, and Somerville. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be hopeless, wouldn't they? Yeah. His feet would be off the floor. Yeah. Yeah, he'd literally be like Sweet Chuck in Police Academy. <laughs> um, so I'm just trying to think of like... If you could have your own world games, yeah, what games would you have? Um, I've always wanted to see a competition where two blokes just kick each other in the nuts. After <laughs> <laughs> my first thing I've got here is peanuts. Oh, well, yeah. I guess it's like an upgrade, isn't it? I did that on stage one time, and I don't know how this fucking happened. It was it two blokes wanted me set list or something. It was on, in Canterbury, and so. I just got them up on stage and they just kicked each other in the nuts. Like, just took it in turns. And it was like, when one went down, that was it. The other one won the set list. So it was something like that. It was fucking I'll brilliant. i like, stuff like that. Yeah. It's better than UFC, isn't it? It just is. It to- really is. Because when someone gets kicked in the nuts in UFC, they stop stuff and let them get better. Yeah. It's like, oh, hang on. Nah, keep like, it going. Just straight to the good stuff. Yeah. Keep the party going. Have you ever been, like, proper oofed in the bollocks? I'm trying to think of the worst... Because we spent about three years of just smashing each other in. Oh, I'll tell you what, but yeah. Um, when we. Because <laughs> it, it, was, it was a game for a while, wasn't it? When a we used while. to hang around the common room at the tech college. Yeah. And um, it was probably just after that. I had this Saturday job at Gasoline Alley, this, this jean shop at Lakeside. And um, that became a game there of just like. It was on a Saturday when the Saturday boys were in. Like, and I was probably only like early twenties, and um, you'd just smash someone in the nuts when they back of the hand, wasn't it? Like yeah, a little flick, <laughs> little flick, or kind of an upwards flick. Yeah, and um, I remember someone like I took my eye off the balls, like you know, and, and, and like yeah. you know, stacking some fucking jeans up. And one of the Saturday boys, Paul, just got me proper good in the nuts, and I spent the whole rest of the day trying to fucking get him. But he was just on guard the whole fucking... He spent the whole day completely like, you know, yeah. just completely fucking on guard. And it was right near the end of the day. And we had this mezzanine floor with, like, this ladder on wheels that went along, like, right up to the top of the... Sh- it was like fucking, you know, eight or ten foot ladder. And um, 
this old deer had come in to get some like jeans for her grandson and he was up a ladder getting some jeans for her and I've just fucking spotted me opportunity <laughs> and I've just run across, I've jumped up like a fucking basketball player and I've just gone crack in between his legs, right? <laughs> and he's, he's just gone like slid down the ladder and just laid at the bottom in a little like curled up fetal position going, ooh! <laughs> And this old lady's just looked at me like I was the worst piece of shit. What <laughs> to say? Like, why would you do that? <laughs> oh, brilliant! I've got a couple of other games. Do you know anyone that's ever played Soggy Biscuit? Only you. Like, no, no. Is it like? Is it an urban myth, Soggy? Biscuit? I don't know. I don't know because from a very young age, I remember hearing like. Yeah, like you all like wank on a biscuit, and the last one that spunk, like spunks up has to fucking eat the biscuit. And like, I mean, surely you should be rewarded for being the last one who spunks up if you're a load of blokes wanking on a biscuit. If you're the if you're the one who spunks on it first, means yeah. you're the one that's got most turned on by the idea of all sat around wanking on a biscuit. Like, and I don't. You shouldn't be you, you shouldn't be penalised. No. Should you for being the last one to ejaculate if you sat there? With, with, with a load of mates wanking over a biscuit. If you invented soggy biscuit and you're listening, have a little rethink. I think. Yeah. It's uh, it's flawed, isn't it? Well, right. it's just unjust. Did you ever play Kiss Chase? Um, no, I don't. What in junior, like in junior school, maybe. But oh, yeah, I hope you haven't played it since. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a little bit more sinister. Mate. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Get in the van. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't remember. I remember, like, being in, like, junior school and we played Kiss Chase in the playground. And, like, and I remember kind of, like, bombing round after, like, these girls, but not bombing as fast as I could probably bomb because I just thought, I don't want to catch one. <laughs> like, I wouldn't know what to do there. Like, that would be terrifying. Like, and I don't think anyone ever kissed anyone in Kiss Chase. Yeah. There might have been some more progressive schools that, 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 that did, but certainly when I was young, it was just like the idea of it yeah. was so much more exciting than the actual thing of like, and I don't know, is it a bit frowned upon, like chasing a woman and then grabbing her and kissing her? In the woods, it is not. The woods is a very different domain. In the 80s, the woods were, you know, it was a bit more kind of relaxed, wasn't mm. it? I, I remember in the playground, um, all you'd, you'd all have your arms around each other. They'd be like, you know, you'd agree with a group of mates what yeah. you wanted to play, like, you know, Kiss Chase or, yeah. or you know, or Bulldog or whatever. Yeah. You'd put your arms around each other and you'd walk along and go, who wants to play Bulldog? Yeah. Who wants to play? And then when people wanted to play it, they'd join line until there was a line of about 20 of you you know, you, you had enough for the game and then you'd play the game well, that was did the you have that at your score yeah but it was different we'd go more men play army and it was like <laughs> we used to say more men instead yeah. and like and we'd do that just like march around until like we had a firm yeah and then like we'd have a proper game do you know what what about if we fucking did that just go to the town centre where I was who wants to come and have a beer and like how many I was gonna say, if me and you walk through fucking Basil last week saying who wants to play Kiss Chase, <laughs> we get our fucking heads kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I dunno, I mean I think if I was if I was there 
in the high street and I see a couple of fellas just doing that, going, who wants to have a beer? I think I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I, do, I really do. <laughs> I'd love to have a beer right there. Like, yeah, I don't know. Perhaps we'll try it. Like, I haven't seen that since I was a kid. I don't think like the generations that followed ever done that anymore. Suppose they just text each other now. Yeah. But like, see, maybe that's an idea for the Boris Johnson is a fucking cunt thing, just to go up and start in Trafalgar Square, just me with my arm out, and just go, who thinks Boris Johnson is a cunt? And then someone will join us, and then before you know it, the whole of London, apart from all the gammons, he's walking, <laughs> he's just walking, you know, descending on Downing Street with their arms around each other. All, I reckon that'd work. I reckon you'd get a firm pretty quickly. Anyone that just thinks he's a cunt would be straight involved in that. Yeah, maybe I'll give that a go next year then, yeah. on his birthday. Variants of it, do like the Rocky Run, and like, you know, just get all, the, all the other people to just chase you as you're running through the streets <laughs> to number 10, calling him a cunt. Yeah. Well, we've been going for an hour and 51 minutes. Have we? Yeah. Yeah. I've got to edit about half of that out, though. Yeah. But, uh, should we wrap it up? Yeah. So we'll be back, we'll be back for Guy Fawkes night. Well, you say that, but like I'll, on Guy Fawkes night, I'll be getting lots of fucking messages going, where the fucking hell's November's one? Because you fucking couldn't do it. So see you about November the 23rd then. Would you pay a penny for a guy? Remembering when we were young in the 80s. 